Saturday here at noon. Uh, first, is this our first Saturday show? No, it's not our first Saturday show. No, it's not. It's not our first Saturday show. But uh, Saturday show here indeed here at noon. Zach, uh, there's been a good bit to, to discuss here, uh, but and, and we'll get to it. But there's a few things like just kind of random things I, I wanted to discuss on the show. Uh, first of all, um, man, I miss Eric Gaines. Eric Gaines is having the time of his life down at UAB. Like, I don't know if you've seen anything recently with Eric Gaines. As you all know, it, okay. So as you all know, Eric Gaines being uh, a for LSU former LSU Tiger, um. Freak athlete. I mean, we all remember um, what he could do and and how he played at LSU. Um, freakish blocks, really stupid athletic plays, and he is letting all of that display down at UAB. Um, if if you want to watch a UAB game, I would say do it because Eric Gaines is a lot of fun to watch okay. as a starter at UAB. Uh, the other night, he had a career-high 19 points, uh, and it was a loud 19 points. It was an awesome 19 points. Um, he, he looks like he's having a great time, and, and I'm really happy for him. I always loved Eric uh, and what he brought to the team um, and, and what he did for the Tigers. And, of course, watching him play was just a lot of fun, Zach. So yeah, I, I'm really happy for him that he's succeeding and – uh, he's doing well at, at UAB, um, as he should be, as he should be. So another thing, Zach, and, and you, we, you and I can both discuss this because uh, we literally just, just mentioned it. So uh, I, if you don't know, you should know. Netflix has a series. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Last Chance You. Um, Last Chance You, and this is another former, former player. Uh, it's a great show. It really is, Zach. And I think the coach in in the current series with with East Los Angeles is my favorite coach of of all the coaches. Yeah, John uh, the entire series, even the basketball. I mean, I'm at the the football ones. Uh, yeah. Couldn't stand the guy from Indy uh, who who I think he comes on the show with Blake and stuff. I know every one time, right or or no? Well, he's come on a couple times. He was obnoxious. It was Jason Brown, isn't it? Yeah, Jason. Brown. He was obnoxious. The old guy at East Mississippi uh, was like red hot all the time, fighting referees. 
Uh, yeah, the football coach. I will say, I will say though, the last coach in the football series, I can't even remember what the college was called. It was, it was a college in uh, Laney. It was Laney. Laney. That's what it was. The older guy, California. He was cool. He was cool. I liked him, but by far, uh, John Mo Mosley. John Mosley is definitely my favorite coach of the entire series. He saw Angeles College. Awesome guy. Um, praise for his players all the time. Love to see it. Love to see it. He, he, he's an amazing coach. Um, and he wants the best for his players. And I think above all, he cares for his players the most. Uh, so, but that being said, all that was just for free uh, advertisement for Netflix to go watch their series. Um, Brian Penn Johnson, the one who disappeared, the one who everybody was like, Yo, where did that guy go? Yeah. Is now being premiered, one of the featured guys uh, for East LA in the series Last Chance Use. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first kind of LSU guy who's made it on the show. Like, like player who so. played then transferred into LSU transferred or up. played at LSU and had to go back. Like, I think this is the first guy. Uh, I think you're correct uh, on either football or basketball. Yeah. For Zeke's sure on basketball. To, Zeke's trying to pop in here, play with his iPad. Um, so, yeah, I think so. So, it's kind of cool to see that. And, of course, I hope the best for him. Um, but, yeah, I, at the beginning of that season, Zach, there was so much high hopes for that season, especially with Brian coming in. And you're like, oh, my gosh, we got this seven-footer who's coming in from Washington – um, you know, which looking back at it, we, we I guess we should have asked the question, well, why is he why did he transfer yeah. in the first place if he's a seven footer? Yeah. You know, if he's a seven footer foot center, why can he not compete in the Pac twelve? Why is he transferring anyways? Which I guess we could have mistakenly made the thought, oh well, um well, he wants to come to the SEC. Right. I, I maybe we did that. I, I don't know, but you know, it, from from what it sounds like, the the dude just—I I don't know. Maybe he should have stayed at Washington. Uh, was a little impatient and left a little early. Yeah. Then came to LSU, failed a math exam, failed a math class, became eligible, and we never heard from him again. Yeah. It was crazy because I follow, I, you know, I follow the guys on social media, the players and whatnot. And I was like, yo, where did this guy, like, he just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. That that team for East uh, L.A. is going to be, like, cold. I mean, yeah. I mean, you I mean, obviously it's already happened. I, I, so, nobody tell me because I, I don't want to know. Yeah, anymore. I don't know what happened either. So, so you know, don't, no, no, nobody spoil it for me, but I want to watch it. We may I, look I mean, like a bunch of knuckleheads sitting here talking about it. This was the 2021-2022 season. So this was yeah. last year. Yeah. So we were looking like a bunch of knuckleheads. This probably happened back in, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not following East LA. Right, I'm not. So, yeah. You know. But it's it's really cool. Uh, and, dude, that, that guy, he comes off the bench, Rakeem Marlowe. That dude. Oh, cold. Shamar Marrow. Marrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Marrow, whatever it is. Shamar Marrow. That man maybe need to watch it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I need to. He's cold, man. That dude can shoot. 
Anyways, that's all for free. That's all for free. Something, something, Not something LSU related, about. but uh, pretty cool. Well, for LSU, some former LSU, LSU players, related. yeah. Hope the best for for all of them. You know, Eric Gaines has seemed to found a good spot, and he's doing very well. So I'm happy for him. You know, obviously this has already played out some way because uh, this was something that happened back. You know, 2021, 2022 basketball season. Um, but hopefully, as I continue to watch, you know, it plays out well for for BPJ. Um, but I, I have full confidence in in, in Coach Mosley because he, he knows how to get these guys right based on what it looks like. Yeah. Um, bro. Uh, it, well, I, I won't go any further than that. I won't go any further than that. Anyways, we'll get we'll get on with recruiting and, and transfer portal. Chasing and a rabbit there. If we yes, I do. I want I want to chase. It's such a good series. Go watch it. Go watch it. Last chance you. Yeah, last chance you for Netflix. So Zach, obviously this past week, um, LSU gets a big fish, big fish, Javen. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Javen Taviano. Yeah. Uh, He's a five star in in some rankings. He's a four star in some. Either way, he's he's a top DB in the country uh, out of Martin Martin Texas, right? Yep. Um, big time guy. Uh, you know, it's always awesome to go and pull a guy like that out of the state of Texas, keep him from going to the Longhorns uh, or Texas A and M. And look, Zach. Obviously, Darius McGee is gone. Um, Ray Darius Jones is gone. Um, you go, Makai Garner's declared for the draft. Jay Ward's declared for the draft. Um, Jay Bernard Converse, Jared Bernard Converse, he's out of eligibility. Like all these guys are gone, and you are so thin in the secondary. And Jalen Davis Robinson, the freshman, he's in the portal now, too. So you're. You're, You're extremely thin. So thin. Like, all you have is, like, LaTerrence Welch and Jordan Allen. Banks. Seven no, Banks. Jordan, Jordan went to safety. Jordan, Okay, so Jordan Allen's safety. So, you got seven Banks and LaTerrence Welch who redshirt. I mean, I'm sure guys can move down, you know. From I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, right. But, like. You're, you're super, super thin. Yeah. So, you are going to have to recruit. Uh, very well at the DB position, and you're going to have to get out of the transfer portal. Like, no yeah. question. No, you have to. Uh, there's just not enough players. I think at some point, though, you just got to build from absolutely uh, from the high school ranks because you oh, can't you got keep, to. You can't just keep doing you know portal makeover every single season. Oh, absolutely. You know, getting guys that are going to be here for a year, and then they're out, and then get another guy that transfers in, and then they're out. You, you got to. And that hopefully, hopefully, you know this this past year, this year, maybe next year, you do a little bit of that to get the up and coming freshmen and and, and underclassmen developed, and then from right. that you begin to uh, get get out of that kind of cycle of having to constantly yeah um, clean house and 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 get new B- DBs from the transfer portal every year. Right. Well, Zach, I mean that's kind of the hope, you know, with. I mean, let's just talk about it. Javian Taviano is a guy who can come in and potentially be a day one starter. He's a guy who come on and, and be a day one starter, and that will get you. That will get you, you know, where you need to be supplementing with high school guys instead of just plucking right. from the portal. You know, yeah. if you can get true freshmen that can come in and start day one, like that is going to help you in the long run because they're going to play for. 
two, three years, and that's two, three years you can supplement with high school guys that can follow up right behind them or rotate in, you know, when they need a quick breather. You know, all that stuff is, you know, that's how you do it. You got to land elite prospects. So let's discuss how that can happen, Zach. Obviously, last year we had to supplement. Uh, you went and got Bernard Converse. You went and got Brooks. You went and got Fouché. You went and got Makai Garner. You know, all those guys. Supplement. You're going to have to do it again this year. Um, the hope is, Zach, from what we're looking at right now, from a recruiting perspective in the portal, is the hope is maybe it will stop this year. Because that, you got Taviano, right? And then let's let's just go at it. The 23rd of December, Desmond Ricks is committing. Is the 23rd or is the 20... December 23rd. 8th. December 23rd. That's the last day of early signing period. And okay. so sounds he like he's going to sign to that day. So, Zach, where do you feel like we sit currently with Desmond Ricks? Uh, I think LSU's in a good position, but they're definitely in a battle um, with Bama, you know, and that's always going to be, you know, very difficult to to overcome, you know, going against Nick Saban in recruiting. Uh, <laughs> usually tend to be more losses than wins, but, um, you know, I, th- I I think Ricks is um, more of a lean tor- towards LSU. So yeah. we're going we're to see eventually what, what happens, but it'd be massive to get him. Uh, I, I, I like where LSU's at right now, but – there's definitely, you know, you can't just let off the gas. You have to keep the foot on the pedal uh, and continue to recruit him, continue to, uh, you know, get NIL deals done, you know, for the future. I know you can't offer NIL deals for, to recruits, but um, <sighs> you know, we, we know probably, you know, a lot of that's under the table. Um, so, anyways, uh, you, you definitely so, need to recruit him very well. So, listen, Zach, number one, LSU seems to be the lean right now already. And Desmond Ricks is was here. Well, what's today? What's the name? Saturday? Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. I'm drawing a blank on where what day it is. So Desmond Ricks is taking his last and final official visit to Baton Rouge this weekend. Yeah. He's he's done. So LSU. Looking like the lean, looking like they have the lead in his recruitment, is now getting the final push, is now getting the last say-so. And, Zach, also, here's a big part. You know, you can't recruit with NIL, but Louisiana state law, coaches in Louisiana can discuss NIL with players. Correct. So – LSU is going from 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 what it's sounded like. Desmond Ricks is getting the red carpet rolled out for him this weekend, as he should, as he should. Uh, Five star treatment. You just mentioned it. Um, like he's a guy that you desperately need at the cornerback position. Um, I mean, he's a guy. Obviously, five star. Um, you do not want to miss out on this uh, potential get for LSU. It, it would be uh, do leaps and bounds for them to get him. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's what we're talking about here, right? If you get Taviano and Ricks, you're talking about two guys who can help you go back to 
supplementing with the high school level instead of just the portal every year. Yeah. Um, Desmond Ricks, I like where we are with him, and I, I think uh, you know my prediction is he picks LSU. I, I think we get him, uh, and it's going to be another massive win for Brian Kelly and this LSU staff who has been killing it, absolutely killing it lately. Um, so, and he's he's still he's still crystal ball one hundred percent LSU. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent LSU. So Zach, they they went in house the night before Taviano. Steeples went in house the night before his commitment. Like I don't think you know LSU has such a a big and good sell for these guys. Like, hey, we need you, and we need you like right now. We needed you yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, we are so thin. You're going to have a spot probably day one. Like, it's yours if you come and compete for it, right? Yeah. Like, because there's hardly anybody here to compete with it, you know, for. So, you know, it's it's an easy sell for me. So, you got Taviano, Rick's obviously on the 23rd. And, Zach, we got to talk about it. We got, we've got the two recruits discussed. Denver Harris now. Number one player. Number one player in the portal. In the portal, yep. What does it look like, Zach? With Denver uh, I mean, you know, he came and he had a conversation. Um, obviously, with Brian Kelly, that was the biggest thing uh, because of the, the issues that he had at Texas A&M. Uh, they wanted to get him uh, on campus and talk to him. Uh, as far as I know, I haven't heard really an update on that yet. Um, I'm assuming that that conversation went well. That's completely an assumption. Um, but – I mean, he came to LSU for a reason. He's definitely interested. Uh, obviously, LSU likewise is interested, or otherwise they would never have a conversation with him. Uh, and so this it's it's definitely huge for LSU to to get him on campus, um, and and just you know get him in the ballpark. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, real quickly, is this breaking news? Uh, maybe so. I, I haven't seen that. I yet. have not heard or seen anything. Maybe it is breaking news. Maybe. Let's see. Where's my breaking news button? Oh, I missed that. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, breaking news. B. Joe Jolari opted out for the bowl game. Yep, uh, it is. Also, Jay Ward and Jarek Bernard Converse. Have oh, no, out. no. No, they are not opted out. They will start. Excuse me. Jarek. Okay. All Jarek right. Jarek Bernard Converse and Jay Ward this? will I start. I haven't seen this yet. These are, this is he he's having he is having a press conference I think currently yeah like, yeah. like uh, <laughs> Brian Kelly on uh, has also just said, got none. he also said if uh, if there was a game tomorrow Jaden Daniels would play okay okay all right, all right. so B J Ojolari has opted out hey we got to give kudos um big thanks to B J and what he's meant to yeah, the program absolutely. Uh, you know he's gone through a lot as a player. Uh, I'm really happy that in his last year he got to uh, have really enjoy some success yeah. for for the team. Obviously, the last two games have been disappointing, and you know, unfortunately, his last game as uh, his last two games of Tigers uh, as a Tiger didn't go well for him. But I mean, you had a phenomenal year, uh, yeah. a year that not really people expected. Won some games you weren't supposed to win. Uh, you know, people didn't expect LSU obviously to beat Ole Miss and expect LSU to beat Bama. Um yeah. so really big uh for Ojalari. Congrats for him uh, to him. But hey, excited to see 
that Jarek and uh, Jay Ward are going to be playing. Um, and I know – I don't know if you saw it, but, you know, LSU released some some video, uh, some practice footage, and um, there's a lot of deciphering going on. And John Emery was also in there. looked like he was practicing. So Good deal. There you go. There's that as Good well. Uh, so you can go check that out at LSU Football's uh, Twitter or Facebook or whatever you want to – uh, go check it out on, but I mean, really, really cool that uh, you know there's some guys that are going to be playing this game that you really don't expect because Reagan, as we mentioned, uh, on the flip side, as you've told me, which I didn't know until you told me yesterday at work or maybe it was the day before, a lot of guys from Purdue opting out. Oh gosh, a ton! You know they're they're without their uh, starting quarterback, they're without their number one receiver, who Charlie Jones is one of the best receivers in the Big Ten. Um, he they're without their two top receivers. They're tied in and their top receiver, wide receiver, uh, and they're also uh, without their all Big Ten uh, uh, DB. So I mean, it's uh, they're pretty gashed. So yeah, um, I, I don't know how much of a game it will be. I don't know how much there will be to discuss. Well, she so. started out as a five. Is that the lowest it was? It was. I think it was five point favorite. And now yeah. it's fourteen and a half. Got up to ten and a half. Now it's. 14 and a half yeah. uh, and large partly due because of obviously the coaching change uh, because of the opt outs and because of the guys that are still playing for LSU that are going to be playing in this bowl game. Well, Daryl um, Spigner in here. Yeah. Hey, uh, Daryl Spigner. Merry uh, Christmas to you as well. Hey, I also got a, a buddy of mine. Uh, Noah decided to join the show. Uh, this is Noah. Uh, What's up, Noah? Yeah. We've gotten to know him here recently. Me and me and my buddy, Kenny, uh, which of course, you know, um and he uh got to hang out with us last night uh so that was that was a blast uh jared addison is also back in the chat appreciate him joining purdue can't complain <laughs> that's facts jared that's facts uh because the ball game last year was quite miserable to watch yeah it was brutal uh, for i us. really wanted to play kansas state again uh brannery really said beating bama made my year yeah i mean uh you know when you got no guys doubt. leaving uh that are seniors you know and the last couple years have been just awful for those guys, the guys that have stuck it out, like Jare Jenkins, like B.J. Ojolari, like Jay Ward, you know, to have a season. I mean, and, you know, obviously the ending wasn't great. You know, I think you, you take back Texas A&M and people feel a lot better about this season. But you beat, as I said, you know, just a few minutes ago, you beat some teams you weren't expected to beat, that you weren't supposed to beat. You know, you beat Bama, you beat Ole Miss. Um, and so it was really impressive. Uh, for LSU to do what they did this year, yeah. and especially to send off the seniors and the draft eligible guys that are that are leaving, uh, it, it's a good way to send them off. So no doubt, really, no really doubt. awesome. So Zach, just to kind of go back and 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 kind of wrap up the discussion of the portal. Obviously, you'd love to land, land Denver Harris if you got Taviano, Ricks, and Denver Harris. Boy, you have, and you probably still. One or two more. Yeah, you still need more, but boy, you've recruit, you know, recouped an elite group uh, after losing so much. Well, and they uh, said, uh, Brian Kelly just said in his press conference that, you know, they were going to look to sign 30, 30 plus guys. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're going to sign well over. Um, so, yeah. Uh, other portal news, though, um, kind of some losses for the Tigers. Um, Kyle Morlock, the tight end out of Shorter University commits to Florida State. I don't don't really know why he did that. Um, the top tight end in the portal um, 
well, the top D1 guy in the portal, Jaheim Bell, out of South Carolina, transferred also to Florida State as a tight end. So I don't know why Kyle Morlock followed that. Like, it feels like you're going to kind of have to fight for a spot there. But that yeah. that was his decision. Uh, Kyle Morlock goes to Florida State. I, I'm drawing a blank on the other guy's name, but there was a defensive lineman uh, that we offered um, from Arizona. He committed to Michigan. Uh, but the good thing is the two guys that I really wanted are still undecided yet, uh, yeah. Fisk and Josiah Stewart. Uh, and we are in Josiah Stewart's final three uh, schools, top three schools. Um, he released that the other day, his you know final three where he's going to transfer, uh, and LSU was included in that. So that's the most recent portal news and recruiting news. Obviously, early signing period is coming up very quickly this coming week. Uh, it will open the 21st through the 23rd. Uh, a lot of LSU's currently committed players are going to be signing that day. Uh, it's going to be a great day for the Tigers, and hopefully December 23rd we, we get a big one in Desmond Ricks. Um, so really pumped about that. All right, Zach, we can cover a few more of these comments, and then we can move on to some basketball. Uh, Carl Dunn also joining us. Uh, good to see you, Carl. I hope, Carl, we, we're going to have to meet up at a baseball game uh, again this year. Reagan, were you with me? I don't think you were. You I was with not. Me. I was not. Reagan wasn't with me for that. We got not. to uh, uh, go and meet up. I think it was just me and Simon. Yeah, I think just me and Simon yeah. uh, hung out for that. I think it was for his birthday or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was last last April, so getting close to a year. I got to see, meet Carl and uh, – I uh, got to meet Nurse as, as well, so pretty cool to get to meet some fans and viewers of the show. But he said, what good's fella? what's good, fellas? Basketball tonight. Yeah, we got a couple games, which we'll talk about here in the next segment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and a couple late uh, night games. Uh, well, f- specifically for the girls. Uh, yeah, last few games before SC play begins, it will get real. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ready for SC play because that's when you're going to really see how these two teams – uh, are going to be. Um, Jared Addison said, beating Florida, Bama, Ole Miss, and Auburn is a good season. I believe. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and, and state. If you and co- state. Yeah. State, state's ranked now. Guys, there is a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy. Every year, we need to beat state, Ole Miss, Ole Miss and Arkansas. Arkansas. We, we need to beat them every year. Our standard is and level of play should be higher than them every year. Why? Because we always recruit at a higher level than those than those guys. We can compete with Auburn, kinda. We really should beat them more than than they should beat us because we recruit higher than them. But Texas A and M, Bama, that should be the competing, like because those are the guys co- recruiting right alongside LSU. Correct. Um, let's see. Uh, Brandon said, I, "I know BK lost to him, but I think BK has more pressure on." Uh, I think BK has put more pressure on Fisher, uh, considering BK made it to Atlanta in year one with a depleted roster, and Fisher is in year five and missed out on a bowl game. Yeah, that's that's kind of facts, honestly. I mean, it's true, but at the same time, we also kind of maybe helped his case there for a little do, bit longer. Do you think it's <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, do you think it's SEC title or bust for Fisher next year in year six? I don't know about SEC title or bust, but. Uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him coming into the season uh, to do a lot better than he did this year. Yo, if he has another it's like bad right now because guys are leaving left and right. If he's got like another 500 season or like a eight and four, seven and five, 
He's gone. He, he may be fired. I, I don't I, see how you keep him. I, I agree with that statement. All right, Reagan, let's take a quick break, and then when we get back, we will discuss LSU men's basketball, LSU women's basketball, both playing today. Um, and then we'll, of course, get into some of these bowl games, some of which are going on right now. Uh, but we'll discuss more of the bowl games for the rest of the slate for this Saturday when we return after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, all right, all right. Right back to it, talking about some basketball. Obviously, we got kind of a double header here today for the men's and women's. Yeah. Um, late game for the women down in Maui. Oh, Good grief. 10 p.m. Yeah, I, I mean that, that for them it's not 10 p.m. It's for for us it's 10 p.m. But but yes, and and the, and the men obviously have uh, Winthrop at at 6 p.m. Uh, tonight on uh, the SEC Network. Really looking forward. To it, I've been enjoying watching the team a little bit more. We, I was about to say we got to talk about Saturday. This past Saturday, it's been a week since yeah. uh, the what really was a tale of two halves uh, for LSU basketball. Boy, it um, was. In one half, you were like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> I was re- I was recanting everything that I've said. Still, probably am a little bit. Uh, just, <laughs> I think it's there because when you what you saw in the second half is is the potential. Oh yeah, if, if but, they play like that in the second half all year long, they could compete. Not there chemistry wise yet as a team, as a as one complete unit. They're just not there yet, and that's why there's the inconsistency, and that's why you saw a terrible first half in which first half of the half. Yeah, because they ended the end last, of it was well. I, the first four minutes, and then the last four minutes of the first half, they looked good. LSU's yeah. jumped out early, looked really good, made some shots, took smart shots, and then, and then it went back to what we've been seeing a lot uh, here recently, <laughs> what we have discussed and criticized, which is poor shooting, turnovers, the shot selection, uh, the, the shot, shot selection has been horrible. Um, and then they ended the last four minutes uh, with a 15 to two run, I believe, uh, to bring it within single digits going into half, which yeah. was just massive. Uh, yeah. Because there was a point in that ball game where it was like, "This is about to be over in the here in the first half." Like Wake Forest yeah. about to run us out the gym. Yeah, and you got real close to that. You 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 played with the line there, but luckily. Uh, they had a very strong ending to the last four minutes of the first half. They needed it bad. In the second half, it was the KJ Williams show. Oh my gosh, put up a, uh, put up a 30, 35, I think I think it was thirty five points. Oh, he was seventy nine from three. Just looked phenomenal, and that's why you know he's he's being talked about as a potential uh, NBA draft prospect. Absolutely, so, you know it's. It's really encouraging, uh, but it's also discouraging to see that there's just so many inconsistencies there. Um, you know, tonight, you, 
I just want to see a straightforward basketball game. I don't turn the ball over. Take better shot selections. Get better at your shot selections. Get better uh, at uh, your shooting percentages. Uh, take smarter shots. Um, and because the, the offense is there, the X and O's is there. It's just a matter of these players executing it. And uh, I want to see that tonight against what should be uh, an inferior opponent that LSU should be able to uh, handle pretty easily. Yeah, another thing we got to talk about, Zach, is the emergence the Derek Fountain? of Derek Fountain and Cam Hayes. Cam Hayes. Who I now see. have both taken the starting jobs from Imwani and Jalen Reed. Um, now we'll see if that continues because obviously Cam Hayes only got the starting position for, for one game. Uh, Derek Fountain, this is back-to-back games. He got the starting position uh, against Wake Forest and against uh, North Carolina Central. Uh, Cam Hayes had his first start at North Carolina Central, and both of them uh, played extremely well. Derek Fountain played great against Wake Forest, and against North Carolina Central had a double-double, 17 points and 14 boards. He was career night for him, career night for him. He was playing incredible. His, got, y'all, I, I want to point something out so specific with Derek Fountain. He, he can score. He can get a board. But the best thing he does, in my opinion, this is this is totally my opinion, is his contesting shots. If you watch him underneath the basket, his ability, because his long his arms are so freakishly long. Yeah. His ability to just stick his arms straight up and contest shots without fouling is very impressive. Watch it tonight. Watch it tonight. He will not foul somebody, but will contest their shot every time. Every time he has his position and he's not reeling to get position, he's already set, he's there, they're trying to come down to the bucket, he will contest it every time. It is it is awesome defense, and he does it so well. Really pleased with what Derek Fountain has been doing lately. Cam Hayes, um, for whatever reason, always remind me, Reagan. Sorry to cut you off. Remind me, is he a true freshman? Who? Cam Hayes, or did he transfer? He's not. He transferred from he transferred NC State. Okay, that's yeah. correct. Transfer. I, I think he was a freshman last year, though. So he's still got a few oh, yeah. years of eligibility. Yeah. Um. So, um. But Cam Hayes, when he's on the court, has just a spark. Like they they play better when he's on the court. They just do. Um. He he facilitates the ball. Really well. Uh, I, I, I love the way he plays. I better. I like him at the point guard right now better than 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 Hill. Um, it, it looks better. The offense moves better against Wake Forest, and we won the game by two points. By the way, against Wake Forest, when Cam Hayes was on the court, we were plus fourteen. Wow. Plus fourteen. Wow. When Cam Hayes is on the on the court, like he makes the offense just way better. Way better. You know when he was on the court? When we had the 14-2 to two run at the end of the half. And he was dishing it to KJ, and KJ was hitting three-pointers. He they was facilitating the offense very well. You you mentioned it uh, in the first half. You you, you said, you know, I was worried. You said, you know, when when KJ was to go up against bigger guys, that's when – I, I was worried. worried. And was you know worried. what he did? He said, all right. I'm going to go outside. You're bigger <laughs> than me. I'm not going to be able to shoot inside. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make you come out here and guard me in the perimeter, and you can't. And you know that that's kind of like play. that's kind of like with with football when you can run the ball really well and effectively, it opens up the pass game. Like, and 
he could not win on the inside early at all to save his life. So he came outside and started winning, and it created more opportunities for him inside, inside. as well. Correct. Um, because that now they have to come out and They're defend out. it. Got to come out and defend it, and it opens lanes and opportunities. Which I think you, know, you mentioned we won it by. Which if y'all if you if you're listening uh, on the podcast or if you're watching live or will watch eventually on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever uh, your streaming device is, um, you know they won the game by two. I think you know it was a phenomenal job that you 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 did you did what you needed to do because you you set a pick and roll. You, you had KJ come up at the top of the key, set a pick for Justice Hill, and because of the night that KJ Williams was having, the defense they were so worried had about to him. so yeah. so much respect KJ because yeah. he had been hitting everything in that spot. Just to the if you're looking <laughs> at the basket, uh, the goal just to the left of the top of the key, and uh, and it it was wide open, wide yeah. open for Justice to just go in there and lay it in because they had so much respect for K.J. Williams. He also had a good little spin move there at the, yeah, at the, did. At the it, perimeter. He did, and it was really it was really impressive. You know, he didn't have a good night, but when it mattered, um, he made it count. And, yeah. and, a, and a large part of that is due to the defense having to respect K.J. Williams and the night he was having. So it was very, very encouraging to see yeah, awesome. this team take the shot that they took in the first half and look completely helpless, left for dead, and you come out in the second half, and near the end of the first half, and you say, we're, we're not done, and, and you fight yeah. and you battle. This is a game that is going to battle test you for when you get into SEC play and you're, and you're, fi- and you're fighting in a game. It's a game yeah. that's going to battle test you, um, and it's a game that I think is a, is a stepping stone, uh, not just for this team, but for Matt McMahon and his career Absolutely. at LSU. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I was really pleased um, with it. It was awesome. Uh, another thing we got to talk about, Zach, um, and I don't think it's going to continue to happen, but Adam Miller uh, had a brutal night. Uh, I mean, just a rough night against uh, North Carolina Central. I, I think he had two points at the at the free throw line. Yeah, he's, he's it. been, it's been tough for him. Uh, he's in a slump. He's in a slump. Definitely. Um, I'm really hoping he'll come out of that tonight uh, because we need him. Uh, You know, we can't just rely on KJ to take over games every now and then. Or, you know, maybe we don't have to. Maybe Derek Fountain, you know, will continue what he's doing and Cam Hayes and, you know, that be that. You don't have to rely so much on on your shooter. Yeah, but you need Adam Miller to be that guy because then that adds another part of the offense that they have to respect. And, again, that opens more opportunities. Um, So you want to – we need him to come out of this slump, you know, whatever it takes. Um, And I think Adam Miller always has a great attitude. You know, if you don't follow him on Twitter, he's pretty active on Twitter and tweeting to Tiger fans specifically. Um, Great attitude all the time. So. Really look forward to see how he responds tonight. Uh, this is his first game of the season, last game. This is that was his first time of the season not hitting a three point shot. Um, and I was really like one of the things that really stuck out to me that really um, was encouraging for Adam Miller is typically when guys have an off night like that where they just can't hit. Number one, they'll quit shooting. 
And number two, they'll slack off on defense. Yeah. Adam kept shooting. He wasn't shooting like throwing up, desperately trying to hit a shot. He was shooting his shots when the within the offense. When he, so he still had confidence in himself. And secondly, he played dang good defense. He had a terrible night offensively, but he played dang good defense. Yeah. Um, and those are two great character traits uh, for Adam Miller. So that I, I'm not worried about him at all. I think he will come out of this. Um, and, and we'll continue to get better throughout the season. So I, I like where the Tigers are at right now, man. You're you're, not, what are you nine and one, ten and one? Yep, nine and, and one. Nine and one. You know, I mean, you're you're having a great season in the non-conference so far. Get a few more wins, uh, because I mean, look, the, the SEC is going to be a gauntlet. I mean, you start off right off the bat with Arkansas, then Kentucky. I mean, I mean, it's it's brutal. It's absolutely yeah, yeah it's going to be brutal. And so Zach, the women's. The women's are out in Maui. They got a tournament tonight. They're playing Montana State, Zach. I mean, what what does that look like? Have you looked into that tournament? Yeah, I mean, it should be another dominant win for LSU. I have not looked into um, the teams that are playing in it. We can look it up right now. Maui. Uh, Classic. But, I mean, LSU should win pretty convincingly, uh, I I would believe, uh, in in this game. Yeah, uh, you know, there's just not a lot of people that honestly can guard Angel Reese. <laughs> no, there's there's just not, man. Uh, and you know, they struggled a little bit the other night when they were playing Lamar. Like Lamar kind of jumped on on them a little bit early. Yeah, and you know, it was it was a little disappointing to to watch uh, that struggle early on. But then they just started feeding Angel Reese, and Angel Reese did what she does, and that she's too easy. Yeah. Uh, she finished the night. Uh, I'm going back and looking at it now. She, I know she finished the night with uh, a good good number. Let's see. She finished the night with tw- 32. So, wow. you know, they they started slow, and then they dominated the rest of the way. Uh, and the first in the first quarter, it was like 17 to 15 going into the second quarter. They outscored them 26 to six in the second quarter. Wow. Um, and large part of that was due to going inside and feeding it to your bigs. Um, I don't I don't think there's a whole lot to discuss uh, with with this game. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see uh, how they play again in a in a, in a uh, neutral site uh, in a location that's yeah. not at home. Uh, they, you know, they need more of those games. Uh, but look, they've got a couple big games coming up after this after this invitational after this uh, tournament here, they, they've got to go play Oregon State, uh, which will be at home, and then they have to go on the road to an Arkansas team who's playing really well right now. They're 12-0. and They're ranked now. Uh, at the beginning of the season, they were not ranked. The only ranked team that uh, LSU would be playing, uh, <coughs> you know, from the beginning of the season till I think the midway through the non-conference, it was Tennessee and South Carolina. Yeah. And now you got Arkansas you have to worry about as well. Um and, and there's there's other SC teams that are, that have played really well as uh too. So we're gonna find out here shortly uh in these next few games what this Tiger team is made of with a really tough test early on against a really good Arkansas team. Yeah. So the the Maui tournament, uh real quick, Nevada and Oregon State will play before LSU Montana State. So obviously Winners 
I guess we'll play each other tomorrow because it's literally just today and tomorrow, and that's it. Like that's that's the classic tournament. Uh, it's four teams. The winners will play tomorrow for the championship of of the tournament. So you either get Nevada or Oregon State. We'll we'll see. You know how that plays out before. Uh, the women's game tonight. So best of luck both of them tonight. You know well, they will be playing Oregon State uh, because that's already scheduled. It's scheduled oh, it's already for, scheduled. So it's oh, okay. already scheduled for tomorrow at 10 p.m. Well, there you go, Oregon there State. Go. There you go. So they'll play Oregon State tomorrow. I, I think they'll win both of those games. I uh, hope that both of these teams, you know, can can take care of business and uh, they can continue uh, on their winning streak. So. All right, let's get to a few more comments, and then we'll we'll, we'll get to our uh, last segment here. Um, Carl Dunn, some old games. Uh, Carl Dunn mentioned uh, the KJ Williams game. Uh, it's his thirtieth career double double, which is crazy, impressive. Brandon um, Reese said, "If LSU basketball can finish at least in the top six or seven in the SEC this year, that's a really good first year for Matt." Yeah, I completely agree, and that's kind of where they're projected right now. Yeah. Uh, they're projected to be middle of the pack behind the, the teams that are going to be ranked in, and the, the teams you expect to see up there, Arkansas, Tennessee, uh, Auburn, uh, Kentucky. Who am I missing? Bama. Did you say Bama? Bama, yeah. Yeah, that, they're, so, they're probably the best one. So that's where they're predicted right now, so we'll see how the rest of it goes. Uh, he said, based on what you all have seen from the basketball team this year, uh, what is y'all's preferred starting five going to SEC play? If I'm being honest, Cam Hayes at the one. Yep. Um, Ace at the two. Uh, I definitely want KJ in there. Derek Fountain. And then who am I missing? I'm missing somebody. Hill. You're Hill. KJ Williams. I guess Xavier. I guess uh, Juice Hill. I would actually. Who you put at the three though? Here, here would be my lineup. That's that's the thing. Derek and KJ obviously are going to take the four and the five. Uh, Adam's going to take the two. Yeah. So do you put Cam at the one, and who do you put at the three? Right. That's the thing. Is they the way they lined it up <clears throat> the other day? It was almost like Cam and Juice were one and two, and like Adam was your three, and then it was Fountain. KJ, which I didn't really like. They're not really running the three. Don't really like. You got three guards out there. The way I would do it, this would be my preferred lineup because of that three spot. I'd run Cam one, Adam two. I would run Jalen Reed or Fountain three, four, KJ five, and then Juice would come Ooh. off the bench. Okay. Be probably be your first guy off the bench. Jalen Reed is a three. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Dude. I mean, well, I mean, maybe Fountain could play the three and the Jalen at the four. Where's Tyrell Ward at? Yeah, I don't know. I, that that that's been that's been maybe he's dealing with an injury. Maybe he's got an injury. Like, he's like non-existent. Yes, yeah, I'm very surprised by that. I really am. I really am. He was kind of the top guy in the. Well, I mean, you got you got like four guys in the class. Yeah, he was he was your best guy, I think rank wise. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he's dealing with some kind of nagging injury that we just haven't heard about yet. I don't know. So, but yeah, that would be mine. Uh, some kind of. I, I, would you put Derek at the three? Then Jalen at the four. I would not put Derek at the three. I, he's too big. He's too big. I think to play three. Yeah, but you can't put you can't put 
You can't have Adam at the three. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's. That's really what I'm saying. Tough. I would rather go big. I'd, I'd rather, rather go big. That makes sense. You know, maybe put Jalen in there. Um, I wouldn't put Derek at the three. I'd put. I'd. I would. If you were gonna put somebody at three, that's big. I'd put Jalen in there. No, there you go. That's what. Um, that, that's what. Yeah, I or Mawani. I know Mawani's not, but Mawani's just really good defensively. You know, his, his offense just isn't there. His offensive pro, uh, pro, production is just not his there. offense is just not there. I, and I understand that, but you know, maybe you you put him out there uh, to kind of help uh, the lineup, and so that you're bringing in some better talent off the bench. I yeah. mean, you know, they they kind of need that. They need some guys that come off the bench, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, we're good. Even when these guys, even when our starters go off, we're good. I mean, so, uh, Trey's kind of the reliable guy off the bench right now. Hannibal. Yeah, I love Trey Hannibal. I've I've, uh, I've harped on him a lot. Um, you know, I think Cam Hayes is kind of taking that spot in my heart. <laughs> you know, it's so it's so weird, Zach. Like, I got so used to last year. Like, the starting five did not change. Like, it didn't matter. Never. Like, Tari Eason was so stinking good, they didn't put him in. So, like, the normal thing of basketball is, though, like, if a guy plays better, he winds up in the starting lineup. But yeah. I had trained my brain to that last year – like it's weird to see, like, oh, this guy's playing better, so he took a spot. Like, like that was weird to me. But that's like the normal thing. That's supposed to be the normal thing in basketball. So exactly. <laughs> uh, anyways, that was that. I thought that was kind of funny. So, all right, Zach, let's talk some bowl games. Let's talk some bowl games. I think the best one today. Uh, you got Florida, Oregon State at one thirty. Yeah, uh, I- I'm excited to see that game. Right now, Cincinnati, Louisville is going on. Uh, Louisville so far has a pretty commanding lead uh, early in the fourth quarter. They even have the ball right now driving into Cincinnati territory. Um, so it looks like Louisville is going to come out on top, which I, I don't even know. Even with I, a, a new coach or, or, or an interim coach, interim coach, they're dominating. Yeah, they're do, they're looking really good right now. So that's impressive. Oh, well, I guess I guess Cincinnati has an interim coach too. I didn't think about that. That's 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 two teams that both lost their their coach. That's true. Yeah, Two where did Fickle go? I forgot. Huh? Did he go to Wisconsin? Where did he go? Fickle went to Wisconsin, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Fickle went to Wisconsin. That's what I thought. That's I where gonna he was going to stay. He was going to stay Midwest. As yeah. soon as he got that Big Ten offer, I was like, he's he was gone. gone. He's gone. All right, let's see what else we got uh, on the day. So, I mean, yeah, I kind of went to Oregon here. State, Zach. I mean, uh, what do you think about that one? That's your best one. So, y'all going to get to see our picks uh, here in a little bit. I got Oregon State for sure. I've got Oregon State as well. I just, I don't, I'm not confident in Florida. Anthony Richardson's overhyped. He's going to go to the draft and he'll get drafted high. And I just think he's overhyped. And I think Billy Napier is just not doing that well so far. I mean, you, you're six and six. I feel like you could have had a lot better season. You, you lost to Vanderbilt. You lost uh, a close one to Florida State. You got, What's weird is they destroyed South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, it is South Carolina is just phenomenal right now. Yeah, they've um, you know, like Spencer a, has found his stride within that offense, though, and that's what's kind of happened. Exactly. You played a close game against Missouri. You played a close game against South Florida. You beat Utah. Like they just had, they just had. Florida has had an inconsistent year. If it's an inconsistent so. year uh, was in the dictionary, you find Florida. <laughs> Like, well, I mean, that's because Anthony Richardson is, is so inconsistent. inconsistent. Like, so you beat Utah, uh, and then the very next week you lose to Florida. Or, or excuse me, Kentucky. And yeah. then you, you struggle with South Florida. You you play a close game with Tennessee. 
and lose. Uh, you dominate East Washington. You you play a close game with Missouri. You play a close game with LSU. You get destroyed by uh, Georgia. You you destroy Texas A and M. You destroy South Carolina, which was shocking. You lose to Vanderbilt. You lose to Florida State. Um, so I mean, maybe now that I look at it, it's kind of it's it seems more of like yeah, that's probably what they should have been. Uh, I don't think they should have. They probably should have been closer to seven and five, eight and four. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it's been an up and down year for Florida. I, I I've also got Oregon state, Oregon state's, uh, at almost eight point favorite in this game. Um, I'm just, I just, I'm, I don't know why, but I'm just not confident in Florida. And I, I say that like as a whole, like moving yeah. forward as well with Billy Napier. I mean, I mean, I will say Billy Napier has done well recruiting some, like he just landed, you know, DJ Lagway, uh, who's like, yeah, the, he did. so and if he lands Desmond Ricks over LSU, uh, you know, over LSU, that would be. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. We don't want that. But, uh, you know, it, if he if he doesn't land that, I mean, you know, uh, you're getting beat out. You, I mean, I understand he he landed. But Zach, LSU should have hired him. He's from Louisiana. <laughs> well, he's not from Louisiana. He, he was coaching in Louisiana. He's got Louisiana ties. He can recruit. He can recruit Louisiana so well. But ULIPS coach, hire him over Brian Kelly. Obviously, LSU is going to lose some battles. That happens every single year. But you are not going to come into Louisiana and dominate LSU recruiting. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen anymore. You're just not, and especially not anymore. So, anyways, is there another games that you're kind of interested in? Bowl games for this for this. um, the Saturday other played. I don't. I don't know if not, really, not today, but there is some bowl really. games, SEC bowl games that I, I'm really interested in. What are some I games can, that are coming up that we will play? Well, there isn't any until. I'm really pumped about the Notre Dame North South Carolina game. I think South Carolina is going to win that one because Notre Dame doesn't have their quarterback. Um, I think the Tennessee Clemson game is going to be really fun to watch. State Illinois. I'm so pumped for that. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta pay tribute to. We, we, we haven't talked about this, Zach. Bro, swing your sword, bro. Yeah. I'm so. Uh, I mean, wow. What that whole ordeal with Mike Leach, how that played out, was just. I mean, wow. Um, shocked, stunned. I mean, all of those adjectives I could use. Um. I feel so bad for his family and the Mississippi State community. Sure. Um, so uh, prayers for his family uh, and condolences from Tigers Avenue to to uh, all the Leach family. Wow, I, I forgot. I, I can't even believe we didn't mention that. Yeah, and like I don't. I mean, how can you not pick State, man? They're they're going to come out, and I think they're going to. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be close. I think they're going to fire for their coach. And I they, need goals and swords. Yeah. Oh, did you see? Uh, oh, who it. did it? Who did it today? Matthew. Um, Matthew. SMU. SMU is putting stickers on the back of their helmets that have okay. like a pirate uh, kind of flag, and yeah, uh, it's got Coach Lee. State's got to do something. I mean, come oh, on. Oh, for you sure. got to do something. For sure. I would have I would have Leach on every jersey. I'd have Leach on every on the jersey. back, like yeah. on the as the names. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'd have it on every jersey, and and I'd have the skull with the uh, sword uh, on the helmet. Got to. Yeah, that's that's what I would do. 
That'd be pretty neat. Is there a way they could get a, a decal to put on the side of their helmet? Oh, absolutely. Before then, I think Are so. you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, I... Okay, so... I, I don't know. Maybe this is too soon to, to discuss. I, I don't know if this is disrespectful to discuss or not. Maybe it's not. But, like, what did you think about the move to hire Arnett? Do you think, like, that was just, like... Um... I think they could have done better, to be honest. Um, I think Here, Arnett's a good coach, and he may, he may, he may prove us wrong and and come out and you know do well at Mississippi State, which we know at Mississippi State. You know, if you go eight and four, it's a good season. You, you know, know, you go you go ten to two. You know, you know that's phenomenal for state. You know, but yeah. can he be able to hold the ship? Um, uh, no, <laughs> no, pun intent, no pun intended. I, I didn't. I didn't mean that, but. Uh, I guess you. I guess yeah, it works. So, uh, can he be able to hold the ship um, and, and keep a state at the level that they should, where they should be at, or uh, you know, does it does it get worse? I don't. I don't know. I, I think it's just way too early to tell. Um, they don't have an AD. You know, I think that plays a large factor. I think you no know question. probably part of this was um, too quickly done because of what happened and the situation with Mike Leach pass, uh, his passing. But, uh, you know, it's, it, we're just going to honestly have to wait and see. Here's, here's, here's my thought on it, Zach. Here's my thought. Number one, Mike Leach, you know, passing plays a big role into that. For sure. And I think, I think it is almost disrespectful to Mike Leach to be like, all right, let's go find the next big thing, right? Because you thought, like, with Mike That's Leach – you know, like you had a good coach. You had a solid coach. That's, That's a good funny. point by Ryan. I would have made right. Arnett a one-year interim coach. Like, so, even a year. That's that's not a – I, I kind of like that idea. Honestly. Here's my comparison, Zach. Here's my comparison. <clears throat> this is what Ole Miss did with Matt Luke. This is what Ole Miss did with Matt Luke. Now, obviously – you know, completely different situation, but I think same idea. You know, the crap happened with, uh, gosh, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Freeze. Freeze, thank you. Um, and they promote offensive line coach in the midst of the chaos to kind of bridge the gap for a little bit. You know, and this is chaos at State. I mean, you just had a coach have a heart attack and die and, like, you're looking for any kind of continuity. Uh, you're looking for some stability. Okay, you know, your defensive coordinator has been a great defensive coordinator. You know, let's not go out and be like, oh, well, you know, Mike Leach has passed. Let's go find the next big thing now, right? Because I feel like that's almost a little insensitive. So yeah, that makes sense. little insensitive. So I, I get the hire. I, I get it. I totally get it. Brandon even I, said what the reality is, what options were out there for State. I would have just kept Arnett as interim for 2023 and try to hire Kingsbury for 2024. Kingsbury? I don't know if Kingsbury would have come to State. but Probably not, but I uh, thought he, – He seems like a West Coast type of guy. You mm-hmm. know, Arizona, Cali, anyways. Yeah. Um, so I get the hire, and I, I, I get the hire, but I do not think this is a – I mean, when they get an athletic director, he's got a four-year contract. I think he coaches that out. And, you know, if it's really horrible, they may let him go early. But they're going to go and hire an athletic director. If it gets really bad, they'll let him go. 
if it's decent, I think he coaches the four years and and then they go find somebody else. Maybe it works out for the best and he, he kills it. You know, you know, I don't know, but I think I think the move is what it was it was it was a sensitive move. It was a move to try to have some continuity, especially when you don't have athletic director and something crazy like yeah. your coach just passed. I think for now, I, I agree with you. Like it's probably the yeah. right thing to do for now. Yeah. Uh, Ryan said, "Will it set back the progress of the recruiting recruitment?" Yeah, I think I'm so. Sure, I'm, I'm sure. sure yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure it will. I mean, I'm I'm sure some guys will be like, "I'm, I'm definitely going to state now," right? You know what I mean? Like something happens like that, and you're committed to that coach. You're like. You know, I'm still gonna do go do this for him at state because that's what he would have wanted. Like, yeah, I, I I think there will be some guys that have that attitude. Uh, there's gonna be some guys though that too go well. Oh, no doubt. Coach no, no, no question. There and I, you know, I need to look at other options probably. So, no question. Uh, he said Kingsbury's from Texas, uh, but I doubt he will have many options if he goes back to college. I mean, yeah, he did. He was at Texas Tech. I don't know. He just seems like the NFL type. To me, uh, to yeah, me, at least. I agree. I agree. All right, Rick, is that it? We we we're calling it a day. We'll go yeah, man. Hey, I got a wedding to go to here in a little bit, so oh. that's gonna be fun. Um, gonna watch a little college football after that. Obviously, tonight, come back watch the Tigers play. Uh, both Tigers, so excited about that. Maybe I'll catch a little UFC, a little fight night tonight. Um, not a pay per view, but a fight night. Always fun to watch. So, let's hit a quick break. Uh, we'll come back, and if you've got any more comments, we'll get to them, and we'll wrap it up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys, it's been a great show. Uh, appreciate all y'all joining in and uh, interacting, commenting. Uh, I think I, we got one more in there from Brandon. Cliff versus uh, – Kiffin versus – Cliff. Kiffin versus Kingsbury would have been fun to watch. I, I think so. Both kind of offensive-minded guys. Uh, that would be kind of an interesting matchup. I, I just don't know – if state has the pool to get a guy like Kingsbury, uh, uh, Kingsbury, uh, I don't think that would pique his interest very much. But it would be a cool matchup. It really would. Uh, the matchup of Mike Leach and, and Kiffin was going to be forever fun to watch, uh, just because of the personalities uh, and it's the Egg Bowl and those two personalities together. And I mean that was that was awesome. Anyways, I, I hate that for the Leach family and. You know, Look, guys, Mike Leach changed the game of, of, of college football forever uh, with his offensive style. Um, so for the people or college football, I don't know who makes this decision. I, I don't know who makes this decision. Uh, but the fact that he has the 59.6 or 59.3% percentage as a coach and the, the line is 60 to be in the College Football Hall of Fame, I think y'all got the brains enough to know that the dude changed the game. I don't freaking care if he's got 1% less. He belongs in the College Football Hall of Fame uh, because he's had quite an impact on offensive schemes around the nation now. 
Um, so he's a Hall of Famer in, in my book. Uh, great coach, great personality, uh, brought attention to college football with his personality. Um, you know, had some great seasons at Texas Tech, um, Washington State with Gardner Minshew. Um, he belongs in the Hall of Fame in my book. So um, great guy. Hats off to Leach and, and all that he did. Um, really, really awesome guy, and he belongs in the Hall of Fame. All right, guys, hope you all enjoy the rest of y'all's day uh, watching bowl games, watching the Tigers tonight. Hopefully they'll get a win for us, and we'll discuss it all next time here in the Tigers Avenue. We'll catch you next time. Five Star Hero takes us out. Peace.